and welcome to the Like-Minded Podcast. We are here to do a great summary of our season one. And I can't do that without those people that were crucial to that. Firstly, my co-host, Caitlin Bradley. Caitlin, hello. Hello. (laughs) How are you? I'm very, very well. I'm very well, Caitlin. It's good to see you again. It seems ages, um, largely because it has been ages. I know, I know. Merry but Christmas also, and Happy New Year. Are, are we really saying Happy New Year? You can't it's say that now. New what? Year. We're, we're past that. Yeah, I think we are. We're only on the 11th. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Listen, get this, because normally it's you and I and we force the other guy in the room to be muted. But today, as a special one-off, we've unmuted him. So it is our producer, Andrew Smith. Andrew, oh, how are you? I'm, I'm great. Thanks for having me, Bob and Caitlin. Oh, oh thank you for talking. The mic. <laughs> so if people don't know, Andrew's role is to make sure we do things properly so he's failed there and also make sure these get recorded go out um bloopers are cut out that kind of stuff but also andrew is our producer and part of his responsibilities is catering for caitlin's every whim as well i'm waiting for that well you've got your work cut out there mate so welcome thank you I've, uh, I know uh, people won't be able to see this, but we're recording this over Zoom so we can see each other. I'm in uh, Ormskirk, Bob's on the other side of the water, and Caitlin North is in, in up north. And Caitlin is wearing a very fetching fuchsia dressing gown, and it is. Why would so, you have to say that? <laughs> it's quite something to behold. Me and Bob, yeah, Bob's but... got a lovely shirt on and dressed up. Caitlin's got literally got a goldfish bowl gin and tonic, yeah. and a pink dressing gown. Yeah. So you yeah. don't know me that well because it's gin and so lemonade. Of the podcast, that's exactly how you would envisage it. <laughs> On my chaise long. <laughs> anyway, guys, you make me out to be such an anyway, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> stop it. So we just wanted to talk about the things that we've got upcoming um this year my new year's resolution was to stop saying um on these podcasts but <laughs> it's not happened no, we like it's not them. worked so far oh dear right andrew do you want to explain what we've got up in the pipeline yeah. andrew's yes. got some so, very good information about some secret things that a like-minded production crew has been planning so andrew tell right. us about some of this fun i didn't stuff. know they were secrets bob because i think we've put loads of social media posts up about these over the last six months so it can be secret if you want. It just sounds better if it's secret, doesn't it? Okay, dead <laughs> secret. Yeah, this is the top secret info, people. So we're starting to record the podcast for season two. We're recording that on the 24th of January, and that'll probably go out a week or two after. The first episode is going to be with Perception Theatre and Naughty Corner Productions. Yeah. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that. Uh, that's obviously going to be over Zoom because we're not allowed to get together because we're in lockdown three. This is being recorded on the 11th of October, if anyone's interested. I don't of think October. it is October. October? October. <laughs> October. <laughs> Why did I say October? Oh, it's January. Can I just point out, Andrew, it's January 2021. 2021. Who's the Prime Minister? 
Boris Johnson. <laughs> Boris Johnson, no, oh, it's still him, is it? Right, okay. <laughs> right. One of the things that we've been working on in like-minded productions has been getting a piece of production ready for theatre because we had a think the other day and we said we haven't done anything on theatre since August 2019. And a lot of production groups will, will be in a, a similar situation. Now we have been planning a production called Crystal Knack, which is being written by Chris Woodward. And, and Ashley. Almost final, and Natalie, sorry. And has been finalised or close to being finalised for a long time now. Mm. Um, but we are in a position to have that uh, go out and travel. Now, because of the current restrictions, we don't know how that's going to be at the moment, because ideally we wanted to set this in a basement situation, but obviously with things around uh, ventilation and social distancing and whatever, we just don't know if, if that's possible. Plus, we're still in the depths of winter here, so the best plans at the moment really are looking at the spring or early summer and doing it in, in an outdoor venue. So we've still got options with that. But again, in the great tradition of like-minded productions, it's just going to be a, an, an unusual kind of one-off. Hopefully it will, um, it will fire people's interest and, and get people back into theatre. Yeah, I hope so. A bit more information about that. It's just gone to the second draft now, so uh, Ashley's reading through it after Chris has done his first bit. It's a two-act play. We're going to have six cast members at, at the moment, because obviously because we can't do anything in the basement like we wanted to. It's going to be an outdoor performance, and it's going to be an online performance. Ooh. So hopefully you'll be able to watch it on Facebook, we hope. And a big thing is happening at the moment where a lot of theatre productions are switching not only to online but audio productions and maybe that's something that we need to keep an eye on in the future. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I don't think this isn't going away uh, anytime soon. No, and it will be interesting to see what the long-term implications are for theatre. You, you know, are people going to return in mass numbers to theatre? Are we going to have theatres kind of uh, one-third for we, we just don't know. So it really is. We, we just have to be flexible and adaptable yeah. and do, do what we can. And do you think people are going to come back to theatre straight away? Yeah, I think so. You I think, think or you hope it. so? No, I know, I know so. Yeah, because we've just missed that live. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Netflix. I've just finished watching Bridgerton. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I binge watched that. Binged watched that this weekend. So, but it's, it's different, isn't it? When it's live, I said this in the first episode, no one can like recreate that. Like no, once the line is said, not. it's said. You can't yeah. like edit the podcast. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew, for editing it. <laughs> you can't edit it. Once you've said the line on theatre, you've said it and it's different every single night and it's different every single performance. And I just think going to live theatre, yes, it's going to be scary sitting next to, but I don't think they will for so long like sit next to people you know like spread out you might have people who, who are reluctant to be in a crowd in future because of what happened so you you might have that you might have the seats being further apart and things mm -hmm. we've just got to uh, but yeah you, you're spot on what we like is that excitement of the live show and that that's that's the big part of it 
Yeah. Yeah, it's the well, the yeah, it's the build up. You two, you you two are mainly on the stage, apart from Caitlin when you uh, directed uh, the last one. Um, being one. backstage or being uh, at the desk, like that sound desk, is completely different. Yeah. Because it's manic. It is crazy. <laughs> the run up to the run up to your first night, it's and it's a rush that I've I've never experienced doing anything else, and it is. The thrill yeah, of the live show. Yeah, you, you probably get a bit addicted to it because there's no other way you can get it other than doing the live show. So I suppose, but finding out that it's been over two years since we did the last one is a bit... It's shocking. It's crazy, yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel like two years, though, I don't think. No. It feels like last week. But... And one then time, the, though, was a great show, show, though. The after show. Oh, the after. That's all you're bothered about. <laughs> <laughs> the after party. Where's the bar? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I love the performance element and everything, but yeah. Yeah, but you love the bar more. I Moving on. The... Moving swiftly on. Uh, Bob, you've got a book. Bob? <laughs> yes, and this is something that I'm dead excited uh, about. And actually, when we when we gave birth to the podcast, the idea of the podcast, it was a discussion about book launches because you know this year. We're really excited that Like-Minded Production is producing two books. And one of them is mine, which is a collection of short stories, which I've been writing for, for years now, but finally got my act together to get it down on paper, get it spell-checked, do little illustrations for it. And this year we'll be producing it and it will be called Vodka and Mushrooms because yeah. that was on my shopping list, the only two items on my shopping list when I was writing the book. Um, <laughs> and you I say I'm know that. <laughs> and they Is are essentials of life, aren't they? Mushroom and vodka. And you wow, won't get them quite happily. Wow, I didn't know that. And Andrew, didn't you do the artwork for Vodka and Mushrooms? I did the front cover artwork, yeah. Mm. Bob's done the illustrations. I'm currently in the middle of putting them all in and flexing them in and editing them. But yeah, the layout's all done. Front cover's done. Back cover's done. I need to get a nice picture of Bob. Oh, that'll be hard. Like oh, a, no, that's yeah. going to be the challenge, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you should go for the Daniel Craig chiseled face type. Well, I, I don't have any any alternative, but like wrinkled <laughs> and elderly. Right, okay. I'm a wizard at Photoshop, so I'll give it my best go. Good man. And, but but that's that's the lovely thing about like-minded productions is that we think about doing new things and doing things in a different way. So yes, the live stage performances, yes, the podcasts, and yes, the books, and well, whatever else we spin out during the, this year. But I feel like this has been top secret. I don't think we've mentioned anything about Bob's book, so this is top secret. I think this might be the first occasion that's been mentioned on any of the like-minded channels, so yeah. Um, do we have an estimated date, Bob? Maybe? Um, yes, 2021. <laughs> yeah, it's going to come out this <laughs> year. Fantastic. Well, now, anyway, be, because story. Andrew's perception of time is different than anyone else's, I can't, I can't narrow it down any further than that. Uh, Bob, I'm just I'm a very busy man. I know, um, mate. Uh, it, it, it's, on, it's on the list. It's high up on the list. It wasn't high up on the list, but it is now. <laughs> right. So you are a busy man, Andrew. What have yes. you been up to? Goodness me. Well, at the moment, I'm working on two website builds. 
One's for a gym and the other one's for a commercial building company. I'm developing a merch design for a personal fitness brand. Mm. Uh, Which you are wearing. I am wearing now Bad Lab Fitness, badlab.co.uk. Buy some stuff. And I've just finished this afternoon editing a YouTube video for a property development company in Liverpool. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's been a busy couple of days for me. So Andy, you are the man to come to in terms of not only online productions and videos and stuff, but also the merch now. So, because merch um, is big these days in production companies and theatres. It is, yeah. And stuff. yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. Well, for a lot of people, especially uh, YouTube channels, because YouTube, well, Google are forever changing the way that they pay ads. Merch is now their biggest income stream. So for a lot of businesses, a lot of companies, especially companies that can't operate and that may be operating yeah. remotely, so like personal trainers and stuff like that, merch is their biggest income. Wow. So That's dead interesting. Instead of going to a high street store and buying a hoodie for like 40 quid, go to a personal trainer or someone that you know or anyone, yeah. really, and get a hoodie for like 20 quid. It, it's great because all it's all that like um, supporting small businesses as well. Small business, and yeah. I think you've like convinced us to get like-minded productions merch. So look out, Thank everyone. Yeah, um, that's, that's on the list. Watch too. this space. That's quite far on the list. Now. Yeah, because I know Caitlin's <laughs> quite keen on us getting um, gin glasses with um, like-minded production logos on. So wouldn't that look amazing? That would be brilliant, yeah. I have a hard time selling them. <laughs> now, Andrew, can we talk about the other book that we've got pending this year as well? Ashley Ali, who's, you know, one of the founder members of Like-Minded Production, has been working on this book for such a long time, and it is finished now. And I've read it, and I just love it. It's called My Song. Um my God, it's not a kind of easy, happy-go-lucky read. Um, nope. But it is it is unsentimental and it is real in terms of it looks at a, a personal journey through mental health and mental health recovery. And I just yeah. think it's very poignant and, and apt for, for these times. Definitely, so, yeah. you know, get your act together, mate, and, and get book two published because... Yeah, I've got to do that as well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I read the, he has been working on this for a long time. So I read the first draft in 2019. Wow. Um, so he has been working on it for a long time. Yeah. And I, I read that while I was on holiday in Turkey, sitting by the pool. And yeah, it did change the way I looked at people who were struggling with mental health issues. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm lucky. I'm, yeah, definitely. I'm lucky enough to say that I don't think I've ever suffered with any major mental health problem. So whether it be anxiety or depression, I consider myself very lucky to not have suffered with anything like that. But uh, the people that Ashley is writing about, it's it's written in the first person as well. Yes. So it's it's uh, it's it's a heavy book, metaphorically and not physically. You get close. You you get close to the character and you get close to the issue. So it is insightful in that way because the reader gets an insight in the mind of someone who does have these kind of negative thoughts all, all the time. And that's that's the whole point about books and the whole point about art is that we're able to empathise with other people by watching it on the theatre or reading it in a book. And, you know, we put ourselves in other people's shoes. And that that's the great thing about what we're doing here. Yeah, we're lucky enough to be employees 
for like-minded as well so we all get the uh, opportunity to read this stuff before it becomes mainstream i've read it you've read it bob mm-hmm. caitlin have, have, have you read it <laughs> yeah i have actually i've read um i've read half of it oh so you haven't finished it right okay how, how, no, how long have you had it you know you haven't finished how, how long have you had it for how long um, have you had two, the book two two years yeah Two years, yeah, something like that. Okay. I'm a busy girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not actually. Um, yeah, I do need to finish it, but the what I was reading, um, the start of it is very moving, very touching. Yeah, like you said, it does change your way of thinking about things because Andrea, I'm the exact same with you. I've never suffered with any mental health problems. So it does it it makes you think, it makes you realise how lucky you are. It's a really moving story and Bit that I've read, I've read it a few times. <laughs> the start of it, the first page. How many page, times have you started it? Um, about three times, um, and every time it's very moving. It's a beautiful I, book. I can imagine if you've read it more than once, you probably get more things from it. Yeah, mm. you definitely do. The second or possibly third time that you do read it, it it will be interesting to see post pandemic whether there are more books, plays films about mental health because it is at more at the forefront of people's thinking now because people are being challenged in their day-to-day lives so it'll be interesting to see if that filters its way through performance art yeah we i think we spoke about that in a previous episode the pandemic the musical yes i think that was when we were still well it'll be interesting to see how people react at the end of the pandemic do we forget about it and close close our minds and close the book on it and move on or do we go back and analyze it and learn learn lessons from it and chain over it be interesting how we react to that well i hope we do learn from it hopefully we learn yeah yeah, I think really we live in a society now where obviously it's social media that we're not going to forget this for a very long time. It's going to keep popping up on Facebook memories or time hop or stuff like that. So in a year's time, you will get something or well, I say in a year's time, in a couple of weeks, we'll yeah. start getting posts yeah. through that we have posted from last year saying, Oh, hearing about this coronavirus thing from yeah. China. What's that all about? Yeah, isn't it shocking? Where you know, yeah. back in March when it was new. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah, Ashley's book. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, happy subject. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, Ashley, bringing us all be... down with a thud. <laughs> it needs to be spoken about, and I think what an amazing yeah. time now to get it out because, yeah, we just need to be more open about it, and I think we are. I think this. 2020 brought us the year of like really opening up and talking about mental health especially men's mental health as well yeah and, and I, think it is, uh, I think it is important that um, Ashley's character is, is a man in this as well I haven't thought about it until you un, until you mentioned it there um, but it is very much um, a book about a man's mental health mm. um, yeah so yeah uh, and maybe there aren't too many of them around yeah. I don't think I spoil it when I say that he the character doesn't deal with it very well. I don't need to spoil it. The, 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 the things that happen to him. I think it is quite it realistic well. in that in, in mental health recovery, there are a lot of stops and starts. And it's mm. not as though, you know, you're on the path to recovery and it's all smooth, but, you, you know, you, you don't like any recovery. There are setbacks and you pick yeah. yourself up again. 
Yeah. And it's like, do you ever actually recover from it or do you just recover you from that it. section yeah. and you live with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because you, you could use those lessons to um, people who've got um, drug addictions, alcohol yeah. addictions, all kinds of other addictions, you know. And we try to recover from these and we're on that path, but there are setbacks and some, sometimes we learn to live with it and, and learn to, to lead happy lives with it. Oh, guys, this is a bit deep for a Monday night. Yeah, I know. I'll have anyway. to have more gin now. I'm joking. I'm not <laughs> oh, yeah, as, no, as if as you were having more gin anyway. Right, oh. we'll move it on. Favourite bits of season one of the Like Minded podcast. Caitlin, Ooh, it was with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my favourite one-liner was when I said I had Chris's baby. <laughs> I've not in been pregnant. Yeah, like five minutes into episode one, you dropped that one. Yeah, that was my favourite bit. No, I'm joking, it wasn't. Um, For anyone who missed it, here's a clip. And you, but you've also directed as well. I did, yeah. Last year, um, Chris gave me his baby. Not literally. But <laughs> 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 his wow. baby play. That's the quote for the... That's, that's going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think my favourite... Well, not my favourite bit, but my favourite part of doing this podcast is actually growing as a person. Like, you may not mm. think it, but I have improved, but I have improved. <laughs> you, stop laughing at me. I'm not laughing. You are, I can see your shoulders. <laughs> but yeah, how much I've grown as a person, I know that's quite selfish to say, but just being able to... Like, I think I said this in episode one, or maybe I put it on my Instagram story. I don't know, one of the two. As an actor, you play someone else, you portray a character, whether it's on stage, in a film, uh, yeah. audio yeah. play, whatever. You portray someone else, but being on this, like, <laughs> I am being myself. I know, and there's no place to hide. It's me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think this year, well, sorry, I say this year, I mean 2020, it's just been a massive self-development year for myself not going any deep or anything like that but it's just been a year to be like oh I feel I thought I failed at it but actually no I've uncovered so many things that I didn't know about myself and doing this podcast has helped me grow as a person that's good <laughs> like, yeah that's no, no, I, was, I wasn't expecting you to say that I was expecting you to like pick a guest or something like that but no that's good I can pick a guest no I can't pick a oh no I what, what was my favorite guest Oh yeah, Margaret. I love Margaret. Margaret Connell. Oh, Margaret Connell. Uh, Margaret yeah. Connell, episode two, yeah. Yeah, just the yeah. way her life, like she's such an inspiration. Like she's had three lives in a way. She hasn't. It's just the chapters of her life and just yeah. listening to her story is so inspiring. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to episode two. Honestly, she's just an amazing woman. And I personally can't wait to work with her in the future if I ever mm. get that opportunity. But I know us as like-minded would love to work with her. So, Bob, what was your favourite part or who was your favourite part? Or? Well, funnily enough, um, and I think it's because I come from the theatre background, I've actually liked the kind of um, video and film guys that, that we've had on. So I thought it was dead interesting when we got to speak to the lads from the Hounds of the Round Theatre and then subsequently watch uh, The Lure and that mm-hmm. film that they made, that, that you were in. And... It really is a great classic independent short horror movie and I just love that and it was nice to, to see the lads talk that through from its original idea, its inception and then see, see the end product and it, and it was just brilliant. And similarly, when we, episode seven, when we met with 
Andrew Gaines and uh, Michael Roberts, because Andrew was doing Dandy Licious, big like um, almost period, because set in the Teddy Boy period and era. Yeah. And, that. and then Michael Roberts and the stuff that he's done with, with Morbid. Um, it's that classic British TV comedy that he's creating, which is something like out of the 70s or that, at, at the height of British TV comedy. Um, it's great to see that he's gone on from strength to strength and he's doing more of that and they're working on the new series now. So funnily enough, it, it wasn't what I thought it would be, me liking the, um, the, the, the theatre groups most. I liked it, that because it's different from what, what I, I already know. So Amazing. we've got to ask this question. We've got to ask this question to Andrew. Right, okay. Well, I've got two. The first one, I'm a bit biased because he's my uh, little brother. But um, <laughs> we had uh, Dave Smith on. He's a lighting designer for Adlib. I think it was you said, Bob, before, quite rightly so as well. It set the tone yeah. for the, the whole of lockdown and what everyone, everyone was going through. It's obviously not just lighting designers. It's roadies as a whole, people in theatre. Um, just really struggling because it's it was a huge change to their lives. It's it's especially for David where he'd spend most of the year away from home, not seeing his family or his friends, to being locked indoors and not being able to go out anywhere or do anything. He could go to the shops and go for a walk once a day, and and that was it. So yeah. that was a big a big change for him and a, a lot of other people. He did yeah. go and get a job in. Uh, Iceland as a, a, a delivery driver for Iceland for a bit yeah yeah so he, he did that for a bit and then he went and volunteered for the NHS uh, packing the uh, PPE to be sent off to the hospital oh, yeah, did yeah. That at the arena yeah. um, he went back to work for a, about a week and then it got cancelled that was uh, a secret uh -huh. thing that he really? couldn't talk about I think he spoke about that in the in the episode as well he yeah, was he, he was meant to be to going yeah. away down to Brixton Academy to do something that I'm not allowed to talk about um, mm -hmm. and that got pulled I think a couple of days after the episode went out wow. so that got completely cancelled and then he went and did the Christmas trails at Blenheim Palace I didn't know, uh, know anything about it, no. I think it was uh, Sony UK manage or run all of these like uh, Christmas trails around the UK. And this particular one he was working at was at Blenheim Palace in Oxford. Yeah. If you go on the website for this year, then you'll see all the all the lights and all the stuff that he put in. Yeah, yeah he, he, he was away right until uh, Christmas Eve and had Christmas Day off. And then uh, Boxing Day was back up there because it, it flooded. And there was lights and generators underwater. Oh my going. God. <laughs> yeah. So, and my second one, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just finish. Uh, was episode uh, episode one was the first one, and episode nine, the last episode, mm. uh, was my favorite one with Zara and uh, Jerry, the uh, yeah. performance poet. I thought that was especially Jerry. I thought that was a brilliant episode. Uh, Gorilla Lips and the performance he did at the end of one of his poems was just outstanding. I thought that uh, wrapped it up quite nicely. Yeah, um, it's good that you say that because when we talked about what we're going to do in these uh, podcasts, we talked about Avon performances as well. And we haven't done a, a great deal of that. Um, and some of that's because of the pandemic and stuff. But uh, also we talked about maybe in the future when, when theatre is back going out and doing interviews behind stage and with people preparing to go on stage and all that, that kind of stuff. 
So it's just had that, that potential there for more performance. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we've, um, we're ready for, to roll on with season two. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> Sound more enthusiastic. That, that sounded really enthusiastic. Yeah, sorry, let me try that again. <clears throat> I can't wait, Bob. That's yes! it. Yes! <laughs> Um, can we can we make sure that Chris doesn't call it? Yeah, unfortunately, we're booking like-minded in for an episode oh, yeah. on season two, so you get you'll get to hear me again. Yay! But unfortunately, we get to hear Chris and Ashley. So, also, can we do an episode? I don't know who's game for this. I mean, I'm happy drinking on my own. It's up to you. Can we do an episode <laughs> where we get really drunk and just record it? Because I think it will be funny. You know, right at the start of this episode, you said, why does Bob make you out to be such an <laughs> alcoholic? <laughs> and twice, three times now, during this episode, by yourself, you've brought up alcohol. One of which asking, can we get drunk in an episode? Wait, this was this was in season one we wanted to do this because we thought it'd be funny. I, I wonder, okay. are, I wonder, are the bars and pubs going to be freely open in 2021? I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I, mean, I, I know we all bloody hope so, but whether, yeah. you know, hope often doesn't turn out that way. Because no. the last time we all did go for a drink after get uh, together was, um, I remember it was a hot day and we went to the arts bar after we, we recorded, um, yeah. Um, you know, it was between lockdowns when we were still able to meet and bars were still open. Oh, uh, it was the, yeah, I remember it was the first day that the arts bar had opened. It was, yeah, it was reopened. The first, yeah. Well, actually, they hadn't opened yeah. yet. They'd sent a message out to people who liked the page saying that we're opening for a couple of hours this afternoon. Come down if you want. And we'd just finished the episode. So yeah. we went down well, and okay. had a drink. Yeah. Do you know what, guys? I can't wait. Oh no, I sound like an alcoholic again. But I actually can't <laughs> wait to see you in person and have a drink with you in person. That would I'm be. I'm very a much looking forward to it. Maybe in 2023. And we haven't spoken about you getting married this year, Andrew. I am getting married oh, this year. Yeah. That is so exciting. 25th of September. If if we're, if Boris allows us to, maybe a bit of a soiree. Soiree. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be so much fun. I think is I'm going to drink probably just or a, a registry, or is it just online and you bought this this bride from Thailand? How to No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell her you said that, Bob. Bloody <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> uh, no, it is a church wedding, uh, and I am in the privileged position where the vicar is also my mother. Oh, so my wow, mum wow. will be marrying me, which is oh, not no, how no, it no, sounds. That do, now, that does happen in Blackpool. Where that, that's, that, that is, that's a Fleetwood thing, that isn't it? That is a Fleetwood thing. Yeah. Bloody hell. They all know Fleetwood each other. They're all cousins. Of course, none of that happens in Birkenhead. Yeah. Anyway, before we offend anybody anymore, <laughs> we, or I offend you. anybody, I think that was it, guys. Yeah. yeah. Is that everything we had to say? So, I think the chest. Uh, no, not really, I mean, no, I mean, but I'm probably I'm not just the time. looking forward to um, season two. And I'm going to behave myself this time, and we're going to do this right. Yeah, we're, we're hoping to get uh, my favorite guest back. Well, one of my favorite guests back, uh, Jerry Clarkson, is going to be joining us again. Yeah, uh, that's we're, we're going to get him in. There was another performance poet, a friend of yours, Bob. Yeah, Ali Harwood. Uh, of live, he, he love he, he runs something called uh, Live Abard, which is a, a kind of Liverpool poetry night. Um, they used to meet in a pub in um, Mar Mar Edgerton's, Mar, Mar no Mar Boyle, sorry, 
and now they've um, they're all online. But yeah, another great performance poet. So let's get yeah. Into- so there are at least two people that we know are coming on, and the first episode, which is Caitlin, remind us. North Corner Productions and yeah. Perception Theatre. Perception oh, yeah. Theatre. Well done. Not prescription, as you were saying before. <laughs> it's because I'm dyslexic. <laughs> I wrote prescription theatre. <laughs> right, I'm sure it's not called that. I think uh, Caitlin gets a gin on prescription. Oh, imagine that. Oh, yeah, prescription yeah. gin. Yeah, it's called asda.com. <laughs> oh. Right, I think that's probably a good place to end it. Right, thank you so much for listening to us, Rabbit On as usual. I'm so looking forward to season two. But in the meantime, if you want to check us out and check season one out, go to likemindedproductions.com. Um, .co.uk uh, Oh, for sake. I thought it's .com. Say, no. <laughs> Find us at likemindedproductions.co.uk and our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter is all Likeminded Productions. So thank you so much again for listening. And from myself, Bob and Andrew, thank you and good night. No, I'm joking. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>